Hi, I'm Tom Marks with the Marks Law Firm and welcome to the Healthy Family Law Attorney. So today I have a question that I'm going to pose uh, that's been asked of me actually. So that is, what do you do in a situation where you have a small family business and what do you do with the business in the divorce process? So let's dive right in. So I think you have four options here. One, you can sell the business and then split the proceeds in some fashion, um, typically equally, unless you've got other um, assets that you're distributing in the equitable distribution worksheet and other liabilities. So, but it can be part of the equitable distribution of the marriage um, if it's a marital asset. If it's a non-marital asset, then it gets a lot more complicated and we can talk about that in a minute. So you either sell the business, uh, you buy out your spouse, their interest in the business, or uh, number three, they buy you out, your interest in the business, or fourth, you keep the business and run it together. So that to me is the most difficult of all the options. And let me just start with that one. So 35 years of practice, I've only seen that done two or three times. And it's very complicated. Obviously you're getting a divorce, so you're not getting along great. And how are you gonna run this business? Who's gonna make the decisions? Are you gonna be equal shareholders? And so are there gonna be deadlocks when the two of you cannot agree? So uh, when I've been required to do that in the past, we brought on business law attorneys that can draft very detailed uh, somewhat complex documents, uh, setting up an advisory panel um, that can break ties if necessary, where if the two uh, former spouses uh, don't agree on a, a particular uh, decision regarding the business. It can also uh, delegate certain types of decisions to one uh, of the former spouses and other types of decisions uh, to the other former spouse. So. But generally, I'm gonna say it's fraught with peril, very complicated, very difficult to do because things become typically more complex over time because the former spouses meet new significant others, they may get remarried, the children, they may have conflict with um, the, the minor children as all of those parenting decisions have to be made and then now you've got the mix with new um, significant others or, or new um, marriage partners um, in that process. So um, it's typically not something I recommend and I've had it um, where it succeeded for a year or two and then it became too difficult and they went ahead and dissolved uh, the business partnership at that point and one of the parties uh, typically will buy out the other party. So let's get to uh, the other options. Either you buy out your um, spouse or they buy you out. Either way, you're gonna need to value the business. And so uh, business valuations can be expensive depending on the size of the business, the type of the business, the complexity of the business, and then you've got to decide what type of valuation do you agree upon? Do you do a net asset value? 
Do you do a market approach? Do you do an income approach? There's several different types of valuations. So the net asset value is simply adding up the tangible assets of the company, equipment, machinery, um, bank accounts, uh, office furniture, computers, whatever. And then th that value is typically lower than like an income approach or a market approach uh, where there's multiples of um, profitability of income um, depending on, and it depends on what the multiple is. Like let's say you have a business that throws off $500,000 a year in income. Uh, it depends the type of business uh, because there might be a multiple of anywhere from one to five. Five times earnings, it's a $2.5 million business. One times it's a $500,000 business. So who you hire as your um, business valuation expert is going to be really important. Um, the problem there is you're, if you're buying your spouse out, you hire the expert. They say it's only worth 500000 Your spouse thinks it's worth $2.5 million. Then they're going to have to uh, retain an expert. And then you're going to have two different valuations, perhaps. So it gets very complicated. Um, then uh, just to add a little bit of complexity, it depends on how much of the business is enterprise goodwill and how much of the business is personal goodwill. So personal goodwill is attached to the individual. Like if you have a business owner and it's John Smith um, equipment rentals and how much of that is John Smith out there creating relationships and marketing the business. And if John walks away from the business, how much is it worth? Well, that's where personal goodwill comes in and there's uh, no value typically ascribed to that. Uh, business enterprise goodwill is like, you know, uh, a publicly traded company. IBM is all enterprise goodwill. It's not any individual. So all of that is valued um, for uh, in the business valuation. So um, it's complicated and getting to a number for the valuation of the business if one of the spouses is buying the other one out. All right, the last option is you sell the business. That's probably the simplest. It may not be the most um, favored option because you may be emotionally attached to the business or your spouse is, they started it, they built it up, they're running the business, that's their source of income. What are they gonna do after you uh, sell the business? They're gonna have to either start a new business or go out and get a job. Um, but I will say, when you sell the business, that's the clearest indication of the value, right? What a willing buyer and a willing seller at an arm's length transaction are willing to agree upon is, is the value. So. Um, it depends how you structure the deal. Is it an all cash deal? Is it paid out over time? There be, can be some complexities there. So that all gets put into the equitable distribution worksheet. Um, that equity means fairness. Distribution means how do you divide up or distribute the marital assets and debts.
Oh, I did mention that what if some of it's non-marital? Let's say the wife had started the business prior to the marriage and built it up over a five-year period. And it's worth a couple million dollars, whatever it's worth. Then the parties get married and the business continues to grow in value. How much of the growth of the business becomes marital? Is it passive growth or is it active because of the active labor, the marital labor of uh, the spouse that owned the business before the marriage? So is the, let's say $2 million in value um, that it was worth prior to the marriage kept as non-marital and then the appreciated value, how much of that, let's say it's worth now 4 million, the additional 2 million in value, is that all due to marital labor? Is it due to just the market? Um, things have gotten busier and the economy is doing well and it's increased in value. That's where you need, uh, again, uh, a business valuation expert to value it, at least even if you're selling it to determine what portion of the sale was marital and what portion was non-marital. So I know this is a little bit of a complicated subject, but I have a number of clients that do have businesses and it comes into play. And we have a number of business valuation experts that we use that are well uh, established, well recognized, have um, solid reputations with the court system and with uh, the community. So um, we can always help uh, with those types of cases, those types of situations. So hopefully uh, you found some value in this uh, video today. Um, I always enjoy making these videos. So if you like it, please uh, hit that like button and subscribe to uh, the channel uh, and hit that, uh, that bell icon so you never miss another video. And I will see you in the next video. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.